Welcome to Chat Your Own with Candy and Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. This is yeah. it, and this is how we go. Welcome back to Chacharoon. I'm Candy here with Noodle. How you doing, Noodle? Hey, Candy. How's it going? Meh. Right? This has been a shit show. I'm just, I'm not getting into the details. You have had a week. This week, like, usually I'm like, everything is fine. We're doing great. Baby's awesome. But, like, fuck everything about this week. <laughs> so I'm super excited to have this, like, good creative outlet. Oh, my God. Everything is fine. America. Everything is fine. America, Candy just I hit figured herself. out. Where in I'm the sitting face now. with the microphone. It was pretty great. Just, the guest reaction was yes. pretty good. Yes, because we have... I think that uh, at least three aneurysms just happened. <laughs> I thought there was an earthquake for a minute. Yeah. That's, that's a really good one. I mean, that's fair. You guys, yeah. we, we have guests. We today. have guests. If we have guests. If has an aneurysm while listening to that, and it was caused by that crazy sound that just happened, can they sue? Is that- no. I, I mean... Probably in this litigious society. Yeah. Absolutely not. I guess but the they should be able to. Sue is always yes. I, I'm pretty totally, sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's like too much free will involved in download. There's like too many steps involved in downloading a podcast. Right, if you read the fine print so, yeah. for so, podcasting, right. like, hmm. yeah. like similar to how world, like War of the Worlds, when the entire world went crazy, nobody sued Orson Welles, did they? Did they? Or did they? I uh, oh, I don't know. America, do you know? Did anybody sue Orson Welles after that, everybody panicked and thought that was they were being invaded by America aliens? Was, it was great. Well, sure. That was sure. Ba- that's the great again. Yes. That's, yeah. that's great it. That's where, that's where we want to transfer to when we were being attacked by aliens and um, not imagined ones. Oh, wait. And we are also here with Ben Eisen and Shannon Hurley. Yes. <laughs> talking yes. about... Accident. I mean, we slipped into a, a political situation. What was that? Four minutes? Four minutes. Mm-hmm. That was Not a, even. Two and a half. Four minutes before. Hey, if it was up to me, it would have been one minute. Before <laughs> the, the <Yeah>. upset. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Chomping at the bit to get to sorry, not sorry. Well, I don't get to talk about it much on my show. That's fair. That's That's true. You know. Um, So, Katie, how you doing with your slate injury there? Oh, everything's fine. So, I I kicked the mic stand. Is what happened, and almost slapped myself in the face with the (laughs) microphone from my angle. In case the the listening audience would like to work it out, you can back it up now. Hit yourself. No, I did not. Yeah, it it was close though. I could understand how this podcast is going slapstick. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could have like just made up something. I could have, but I was heroically saving a glass from falling on the floor. No, this is why I don't. I don't do improv. We would have backed you up on that. We would have yes handed you. We would have yes handed you. Yes, I know. No, I know. You totally would have. Nobody got hurt. And nobody got hurt, which is not physically anyway. Right, only only the pride. Because I'm going to talk about this for a while. I mean, I'm really used to falling down, so it's actually kind of NBD. When we celebrate episode 100, I'm absolutely going to say, remember the time you hit yourself in the face with a mic? Oh, we can do it. We can do a reel. Yeah, yeah that would be nice. I'm not fun. doing that. Little montage. Guess who's in charge and of could, splicing that together? Who's splicing it's that? Not me. <laughs> can, can we can we be phone in guests for that episode? And yes. We can, like, yes. T- tell Talk the tale. about our memories. That of, will be. You can tell the tale behind the, the music. Time. Yeah, behind the pot. That it will was, be a. Uh, it was a cold live. August evening. <laughs> <laughs> the wind was blowing slightly outside. Candy. Tripped it and beefed it. (laughs) (laughs) Face planted on the floor. Yeah. And by then the legend will have grown. Oh, of course. Yeah, it'll be like. It'll be a tall tale. Like there'll be a giant squid involved. Yeah, there'll be a. It'll be the Paul Bunyan of. (laughs) Paul Bunyan. 
Everybody's painted blue. It's weird. Wait, was Tyrion? But it's extra weird. Why was the ox blue? It's so weird. That was his name. (laughs) What are we talking about? Anyway. So today we have really two fantastic guests, and we are going to be talking about collaboration, not just working together, but collaboration specifically within relationships. Yeah. uh, Lovers, friends. Family. Family. I mean, like, SOs in general, not just lovers. I guess maybe that's a totally separate level of relationship. Ask Fleetwood Mac. Mm. Mm. So our own Fleetwood Mac, we'd like to introduce. (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) That was was a tale that did not end well. (laughs) Unlike Uh, Candy's heroic saving of her microphone story. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're all sitting in a tub full of gold. It's true. In a tub full of gold. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what you you find to be successful. That's how we bathe at night. As you should. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Please, introduce yourselves. Well, um, my name is Ben Eisen, and I am one half of... Uh, a little electronica duo um, called Lovers and Poets. And uh, this is the other half over here. Hi, this is Shannon Hurley. And no, I did not change my last name. <laughs> no, I did not. Own it, man. Nobody cares about that. Unless uh, but it's not. The, only, the only people that Poets care about that are people that are not us. Oh, well, and that's, I, yeah, and that how, doesn't matter. She didn't change her last name. I know, it, it's a, it's a, Topic of conversation among a lot of people in general, not yeah, you specifically. Yeah. I mean, women change their name. We all talk name. about why not like where I go. We talk about you. Yeah. No. Yeah. I find people are more just usually more just curious than judgmental about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, I'm, I'm hmm, certainly going to ask happened? about it now. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Um, <laughs> I just felt. I mean, I was older when I got married. I mean, when we were married, we were, it was let's see, 2007. You're younger than that now. No. <laughs> um, sure we got married in 07. Um, so um, we were both in our 30s. Yeah, so I er, felt... Early 30s. I felt like my identity... Uh, um, I felt weird about changing my name at that point, especially because professionally, my there name it is. was... Yeah, Bingo. Yeah. yeah. That's Professionalism, that's, absolutely. Well, I mean, even though you can, even though have it legally say one thing on a birth certificate and then publicly present yourself as something else, mm-hmm. um, I asked a lot of my friends um, about, like, the ramifications of changing your name. And I've had some people say that hyphenating um, is actually a huge nightmare. <laughs> I could see I could see that. So um, yeah. I've had our, our address ends with, with the number three fourths. And, and that's you wouldn't a disaster. believe yeah, it's it's like it's a, it's there's some Oh thanks for giving out our address to everyone. <laughs> I totally just gave it away. They live in Silver Lake guys. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's three fourths and like there are some online forms uh, that will not accept that. Mm-hmm. And you have to write it out. And even then they're like, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's very confusing yeah. to so, like the computers. So I, yeah, adding the hyphen you know, in that kind of way, would I could see being really irritating. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think at that time um, when we got married, I just thought, okay, so I'm having kind of an identity crisis. I couldn't sleep at night because I, I was thinking of myself with a new last name. And I think it's just a thing with me where I always thought of myself as this person and I, this mm-hmm. was always my last name, and even though I could present myself publicly as one thing, but then have something else privately um, on my birth certificate or, or uh, on my you know social security card or whatever, it just seemed weird to me. I guess like I didn't want to have that sort of disassociation. Then you're like two, two people. Yeah, yeah. And like no, I I want to. I feel like my authentic name is just whatever I've been living yeah. with this whole time. So I think I think you, you you touched on it earlier. I think it was par- partially your age. Mm-hmm. You you had you know 
spent so many years as this person, you know, a lot of people back back when marriage was like, you know, this ritual that blah, 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 and was very uh, conformist and all that, they would automatically change their names. A lot of them were like 17, 18 years old, 16, whatever. Like, they, aren't, they weren't, you know, fully lived in as, as, as you were at your fully age. Lived in. Yeah. It sounds weird. I'm not trying to say she's old at all. And, and uh, it sounds no like a way. sexy aging <laughs> description. And there's no way I would have gotten married when I was younger, so I never even thought about what it would be like to change my name. Mm-hmm. So I never had that as a blip in my head at all. And I know that other women probably think about that, but it, I never did. Yeah, right. my, my response to her saying that she didn't want to was, all right. And I love that. Mm. Like Ben is so he's so open and so generous about things like that. And like well, uh, whenever you know, there's I, I, there's other hills. There's other hills. Yeah. Yeah. But he's so sweet when it comes to stuff like that. Like there, I mean, I feel like I'm really non-traditional in a lot of ways. And he's always been so supportive and just like that's why I, I love him so much. Oh, you guys, I don't. Uh, so our last episode just went Jeez. up actually, um, but they had this big like loving thing. Her and Mike like had this like. This beautiful thing that they said to each other. You and the husband. So we are, yeah, yeah, we are really uh, laying it on at at Tatarone. Look at this. You're with us and you guys, you know, you don't get crazy in public or anything. You don't see them. At home. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you do? You have like a, we, what you have do like we a do? webcam. We're not very verbally very good, apparently. What? I don't live that far away. I try peeping, to find that house across the street. I do the slow roll <laughs> by. Peeping noodle. Here. She's peeping noodle. It's not my fault. She never closed the curtains. No, wait, you know what? We don't. We don't. I did tonight because I was like, well, we had the giant friggin' tree cut. So now I can actually see the street through the open curtain. And I'm like, the street oh, I should can see so you. Uh, yeah, and they can and see your you. addresses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't end in three, four. <laughs> <laughs> so we've started immediately with like the professional collaboration. So I'm really excited about yeah. how that's how that's the direction that's going to go because I find that interesting and I do. I am going to ask about the different names and how you present that to the unknowing public. But we'll get to that. Cool. <laughs> to the unknowing, the unknowing. <laughs> that sounds so serious. So yeah, we're it's gonna. So pretentious. You're all just so unknowing. You're all just. Oh, you don't know like you we guys know. Just don't know. Yeah. So I before we even get into any of the rest of the stuff, I just wanted to name some really famous collaboration couples, yeah. families, etc. And I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, who are the quick ones that come to mind? And I would name other ones if you've got them. I've got Sonny and Cher. Mm-hmm. I can Tina, even though we know that's like terrible. Even but though like we know that has layers. Really amazing things came out yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, uh, the White Stripes, even though they pretended <laughs> to be siblings, creepy, but there we uh, go. I did layers. mention Fleetwood Mac earlier. Mm-hmm. The Partridge Family, who may or may not have actually been related. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackson Five, who were definitely related Very and had good. all mm-hmm. sorts of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had another one a second ago, and I've lost it. Well, Partridge Family, the, uh, Shirley Jones and David Cassidy were really, um, it was like uh, niece and or they, a nephew and mm-hmm. aunt yeah. or something. Yeah, Creepy. they had some sort of relation. Yeah, but yeah. the others were just cast in that role. And they were just people. Okay, so uh, not Partridge Family. People, but they're best yeah. school. I would say John and Yoko. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, and that's Paul a great and one. Linda. And Paul and Linda. Yeah. Uh, Linda. Which okay. I did on my podcast, All Time Top Ten. Um, All Time Top Ten. Yeah, ten. we do a music show, ten. and it's a different theme every week, different guests. Everyone in this room has been on uh, more than once. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. But we did very recently, we did top 10 rock and roll power couples. Oh, well, there you go. And yeah, I mean, this was like exactly the stuff we were talking about. 
you know? And so, yeah. Sharon uh, and Ozzy. I was going to say Ozzy <laughs> and Sharon. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Because, you know. But, but I feel like that's a slightly different one because Sharon's not out there making the music. True. I'm talking about like straight like family or relationships where they are actively collaborating together on the product. The, well, the music, if, if, the writing, whatever it is. The actual the music. The yeah, creative that contribution work. together. The Carpenters. That's a good one, yeah. Um, the Chorus. There was like a Beach whole family. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Who, who are the, the sisters that the bassist makes the weird face? <laughs> the bassist makes the weird face. Bass face. Yeah, there you go. Heim. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Oh. Hanson. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a family yeah. band. Yeah. Sure. Kings of Leon. The Jonas Brothers are back, so there's something. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, going yeah. on. That's I'm gonna, you know what? I'm not even going to say anything snarky about that. No, you know what? Good for I them. I just did. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. I said yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a pretty good, pretty good our, list our of collaborations. So what we are going to do is we're going to dive into how Ben and Shannon work together and as a couple and kind of how the differences in couples that can do this and those that can't. Because I know, I mean... Or choose not to. Yeah, sure. Or choose not or to. Choose I mean, not to. Right, right. Yeah. Know yourself, yeah. and if you know yeah. you can't, then Let's don't. Not forget about those yeah. people. So we'll, we'll get to there. So that's yes. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's pretty much it. Go um, sure. and, and you know, uh, I, I want to talk about uh, what we think the struggles and benefits in general are. Some personal experiences, um, <laughs> and like things like how have you learned in the past that like a collaboration wasn't working? Ooh. What's your like telltale sign Awkward. for this project isn't going to work yeah. with, and not necessarily you guys together, just anybody where you're like, mm, this is, mm-hmm. think about this, mull on that. What are your oh, red flags? Oh, yeah. I've got, I've got yeah. a couple right away, which is that Can't I've wait. worked with a couple Can't of psychotic song- songwriters um, that oh. I knew right away that it was just too much drama to I work with. I can't wait to hear that story. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds yeah. awesomely spazzy, and it yeah. feels like it's going to make me feel not so spazzy, like when I watch Hoarders, and I'm like, look, my house is clean. <laughs> it feels like that's going to yeah. be the same thing. Um, we're going to dive into that. We're going to dive into Noodle's questions, but we're going to start with, what you reading, Noodle? So I, am, I have been on a very serious classics kick, as you know, uh, and we talked about this briefly last time, and I have just read Dracula for the first time. Hey. And I loved it. Yeah, Dracula was great. Yeah, that makes it. me real happy. I mean, suck a giant egg, Frankenstein. Dracula oh, yeah. was great. I noticed that you said, you, yeah, you, you, yeah. Listen, you, you read Frankenstein. I couldn't get through it. Yeah, terrible. Dracula's great, though. Dracula, yeah, it was riveting to watch them, like, learn the, like, all the different ins and outs of vampires. And I'm thinking, this is how everything has, that we know knew about I did the air quotes uh, that we know about vampires was born and created and where it came from and he did all this research and and now that he created all the tropes of of Mm -hmm. what vampirism looks like all across the world and I loved it it was it was even though you know you know the story I thought it was just so interesting I was like is he gonna get Mina does Mm -hmm. it happen and it's great. I really, really, I was moved by it. Um, I was invested. I read it pretty quickly. I was like, yes, I can't, because it's a big book. It's a 400 it is page a big book. book. I was surprised. Yeah. I'm thinking it's going to be like, you know, 150 and we're out. No, it was very nuanced <laughs> and interesting. And then um, the character Van Helsing has a lot of things to say. And then I think about all the different ways he's been played since then. And I'm like, man, he got way sexier. Uh, in the <laughs> oh, version. yeah, definitely got sexier. Uh, but yeah, I, I was really, really deeply into it. And Whoa. the other book, is called 
Fierce Fairy Tales by, uh, what was her name? Akita Gill? Nikita Gill, which was a gift from Jen, friend of the pod, who's been on here. Friend of the pod. Right? I'm just going to say it. Uh, She's been on here a couple of times with us uh, for maybe my birthday. So it's been a little while. I got this in Mm -hmm. September. And it's just been sitting in my to-be-read pile. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm good. I'm, this is my next one. And I love it. It's like feminist takes on Disney stories. Oh, I'd love and to know about this. Hans Christian <laughs> Andersen. It's like, oh, what yeah, if the Little Mermaid familiar. made different choices? And what if the wolf wasn't the bad guy? And what if Melissa, Maleficent... Kira's going to be super mad She's at me when like, I mispronounce um, that. I'm so sorry, Kira. Um, it's it's really really good and I would lend it to you in a heartbeat I loved it and these are what we need to make movies out of now yes yes yeah, absolutely new, new material and some of them some of them material. are poems and there's like little songs they're all short stories there's essays it's about it's essentially like do not let the world cast you as the witch why did you become this person and what are the strengths within you instead like Hansel after she and Gretel throw the witch in the candy cane house, but also how did the witch get there? It's <laughs> glorious. That's really cool. Yeah, I yeah. really. I, I don't know why I put it off for so long. I think I just was like, ah, uh, am I ready to like buckle down on the feminism? And it turns out, yes, I was in the right. <laughs> yes, I was. You know, I was a huge Disney fan. I was obsessed, obsessed, and I would wear Snow White outfits all around the house for you know, like from the ages of like. Six to eight every day. Nobody ever and laughed at her. Six to yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually am wearing one right now. <laughs> but just to me, I'm thinking of like how obsessed I was with all the movies and the stories and and what did they even really mean to me? I mean, I was just like, I, why were they the mm-hmm. thing? Yeah, for you? and it's yeah. like, no, I think it's just because you know children just want a role model of some kind and when you throw them a role model that is kind of weak like that like it's like super problematic like yeah like what is what what did yeah. i see in that like what what was i getting from that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah what I was that fulfilling know. for my growth it wasn't purposes it was, yeah. so it's weird anyway. and it's beautiful it all it talks about the wicked stepmother and why is she considered wicked and how come she made the decision to marry this man and all of these like really interesting nuanced like the the wicked stepsisters is it because you told them over and over again that they were ugly? And does that make you an ugly person? Like, it's so good. Wow. Yeah, it's deep. It's deep. It's, it's very thoughtful. So uh, I uh, I love it. Hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Um, that actually, okay, that, that does make me think of, was it last night? I don't know. The travel, I, seriously, I have no idea what day it is. Thankfully, work is starting tomorrow, which I never say. I just need some <laughs> structure in my life. Yeah. Um, can, can we mark that on a calendar? Yeah, the day. Today, August 4th. Lost her mind. Um <laughs> I just watched Ben Ups and Broomsticks Broomsticks with Dustin the other day, um, which is a Disney movie, but is, I mean, the main character is a a spinster, essentially. I mean, she's not in her young 20s. She's not, what? Was Bette Midler in that? Angela Lansbury. That's who. Which is an extra, like, okay, so it's Angela Lansbury. It's like mid-70s, and she's, she's a witch, and she's trying to save her village from Nazis, and she's from Nazis. It's set in the irony. Fo- it's set in 1940. Yeah. Nobody likes Nazis. 41. Um, but yeah, and, and it's just it's this amazing movie. But I hadn't. It's one of my. It's my top five favorite Disney movies. Um, and I hadn't seen it in a really long time. And I looking at it now went, oh, not a shock that this this movie and this character and this like situation. I mean, look, there's spells and magic, and there's singing, and there's like armor and like like knights and stuff and like. 
something for fighting Nazis or something for everybody. <laughs> Plus, she rides a broom. It's a great, great movie, and it's very. Um, uh, but what was the outskirts of like society woman centric? Was the rumor <laughs> that Disney was actually it was like a Nazi? Uh, have you heard this? Like it was actually like like Disney was pro Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. for Pete's sake, Disney! I have heard this. There's yeah. It's nothing uh, sacred. People have been talking about that for decades. Like, I know. Nazi sympathizer and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Before we go down the Nazi wormhole. <laughs> right. Which is will happen if we let it go too far. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Sure. Go, yeah. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's talk question about collaboration. You go right ahead. Collaboration. So um, before I start to ask you guys deep, serious questions, can you give us a really like high level about lovers and poets? How long have you guys been working together in relation to how long, when you guys got married? When was the first time you guys worked together? Let's start there. The first time you worked together. Oh man! To, well, we, to lovers and poets now. Yeah, we actually worked together before we were a couple. So we, for we started a year and a half. Before we were just friends and music collaborators. Um, I in two thousand one, I uh, answered an ad in the Recycler Music Connection. One of one of those whatever. They're looking a band, a uh, Duran Duran tribute band, nice. looking for a bass player. And um, yeah, and so I did my homework and I showed up and and I nailed the audition. And uh, that day I met Miss Shannon Hurley, who was playing uh, keyboard in the band as Nick Rhodes. <laughs> Did you dress <laughs> and, up? Oh, yeah. this is oh, a tribute yeah. band. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. We have the big shoulder she, pads and the blazers. Could you please send us pictures so we can include that <laughs> in oh, the yeah. Instagram? There's, there's photos. <laughs> there's got to be at least one because that is an yeah, Instagram. Yeah, we did the full so thing. It was, like, it was like blazers with the sleeves rolled up, shoulder that's pads, amazing. headbands, skinny ties, uh, Makeup, full on makeup. She did all everyone in the band's makeup. Um, but I, I was gonna say I I nailed that audition, and she like said I shouldn't be in the band because I didn't look enough like John Taylor, <gasps> which is Whoa. true. I don't look anything like John <laughs> Taylor. Yeah, I'm just shrugging. How did that get back to you? Did she, she say it to me. your face? I think I said it years later. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, years later. Yeah. So anyway, I was I, it in your wedding vows? <laughs> oh yeah, actually it was. <laughs> So uh, anyway, I got the gig, and that band lasted like six months or something. But um, I got to tell you, that's a long time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Um, but uh, I was the only one of the two of us that had a car at the time. So I drove her around to all the rehearsals and all the gigs and stuff. And during that time, we became really close friends. Yeah. And I did ask her out a couple of times and got shot down a couple of times. Um, but a year and a half Ooh. later... Year and a half later, we became a couple, and, and we we've been married since two thousand seven. Yeah, and we never stopped collaborating. But we never. I was gonna say, during uh-huh. all that time, how many how many different projects have we been a part of? Like, ba- other oh, people's bands and stuff. A lot, like I, I a can't dozen, count. yeah, fifteen, yeah. Uh, individually or together. Together, I mean. together, yeah, like in like the a same package deal. Yeah, yeah. We we did a Who tribute where we were come a with the bass player, I, I come with the keyboardist. Ask that question. You said a package deal. Do you actually say we work together and we would like to join you together? Or? That's how the Who thing yeah, happened. Yeah, that's yeah. how we did that because mm-hmm. we're like, we'll, we'll do it if we can both be in the band because it would be fun uh, if both of us were in it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, we did that. Yep. Um, but yeah, he um, he would drive me around to open mics. So he that's how we first started collaborating. Is that he would play bass on my original songs and he would take me around town um, in his car. And how did you? Con- I'm just. This is a serious question. How did you convince a boy who you have turned down repeatedly to drive you around town? He did it voluntarily. <laughs> he was like, "I want to. I want to. I was. I still want to play music with you." 
So even after the band ended, he he wanted to play still. I saw the makings of a really great songwriter. She hadn't had any great songs at that point, but she had. Wow, <laughs> that's true. Was so that awesome? There was an agreement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she, you know, it didn't take long for her to become a, a great songwriter, and she's been been uh, for a long time. Thank you. But yeah. I really, I, I believed in I her. I really loved his <laughs> bass playing, so I was like, yes, please. Like I thought he really, um, he helped inspire me to write me. Um, better songs, better and better songs. So um, I definitely wanted to keep working with him, and he, plus we were friends at that point anyway. Mm-hmm. So, Well, which is something you want in a relationship in general, right? No matter what the dichotomy is, you want that person to help you be a better person in one way or another. Sure. Right? In theory, yeah. I mean, I've been in a lot of bands where well, and, but not you're just not, the opposite. You're happening. not anymore because that yeah. didn't quite work out. You didn't grow. They didn't. It wasn't working, right? And yeah. how yeah. long did you guys do assorted things before you created Lovers and Poets, just the two of you? Um, well, she's been putting out uh, recorded material as Shannon Hurley since 2003. Um, and then uh, I play bass on most of those studio recordings. Mm-hmm. And we, we, you know, we did some touring a, li- a little bit, you know, up the West Coast and stuff. Um, um, and uh, we didn't, Lovers and Poets started when we moved to Nashville. We, we left L.A. in 2009 and... Uh, that year, she started Lovers and Poets with some other person she met through Craigslist or something. Yeah, through Craigslist. He wanted to start a chill pop band. And so um, I would go to his place, um, his studio, and we would kind of work on a few songs. It didn't really work out because I felt like we had creative differences. Plus, you were not lovers. <laughs> Which seems to be a core problem in the, the band name. They didn't get along all that well. Well, we we did it first, right? And then, for, uh, and then I think I started taking too much creative control. Oh, she yeah. told me that straight up. She's like, I, I'm. He wants me to change stuff, and I won't change it. You know, and yeah, he was telling me um, things in the studio that he was working on, and I'd be like, I don't, I'm not crazy about the sound. It sounds dated, and I was not um, pulling back my words. I was just being like, this sounds dated. <laughs> Um, and, and I felt kind of bad about it. it. Like, I loved hanging out with him. Like, we would, you know, like, uh, he would give me, like, recipes for, like, vegetarian <laughs> food. <laughs> and he had all kinds of cool stories about Nashville because his, like, his grandfather was a pedal steel player that was, like, really good um, and sought after. So I always enjoyed going to his, his place for, and doing the, the actual music. But then I wasn't really happy with the end product every time mm-hmm. the the new versions were coming back of the songs. So um, uh, we, we would bring in Ben um, every once in a while to, to do like bass, part, bass trackings. And I could feel it getting more tense in the studio where I just felt like I was like probably telling him way too much about how like... I wanted this thing changed or that thing changed, and I couldn't. I couldn't hold freak, it back. You know. I couldn't hold it back. And then at the and then um, at the end of the session, he just said, "You know what? Just you can have the name because I came up with the name. I came up with everything." How very generous of him to allow you the rights no, no, to your no, no, own no, no, creation. No, no, but he didn't. He didn't. It didn't. No, I didn't come no. out that way. He was just like, "No, look, you can just you can have the name. You can take your project." He's like, "It's yours. It's it's just yours." And yeah, we ended the session, and I felt really bad. And then that night, I was like, "Can you be my lovers and poets collaborator, <laughs> like my 
yeah. my other half. <laughs> well, um, yeah, quite, shout out to Brian Talbot. He, 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 was a, he was a good guy. Oh, no. Are um, you guys still friends with him? He's going to listen to this? I'm sorry, no, Brian. No, we're not really friends. But, no, you know. he actually... I'm not sorry. He, he won't add me back on Facebook. Like, I, Oh, I, you know what? I'm extra not sorry. Oh, but I actually tried to like friend request him and he won't have anything to do with me. So like, I, I kind of ruined... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Oh, that's good pot right there. That was. That sounded great. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's important. Put a, nice. put a bunch of verb on that. It'll yeah. be great. Yeah. I think that's important. You should put like crazy echo. Uh, the, ab- it, the entire rest of the podcast is actually that. Just <laughs> on a loop. Just that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then um, she asked if, we, if I would collaborate with her. And so we. that's when we became Lovers and Poets. And basically, um, in the beginning, our setup was she would write a song and I would like come up with bass parts and, and help here and there with production choices and, you know, to tell her when I think something sounds good or doesn't. And you know, she knows she can always trust me to, you know, be honest and let her know when I think something sucks. And yeah, she, that's and important. He's very blunt, and it's, yeah. I, I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I try to be, yeah. you know, but try to not be blunt, blunt, but, you know. You're pretty blunt. <laughs> <laughs> you need it. Uh, what no. uh, what so, was the first song that you guys wrote together? Well, what I was gonna say is she wrote at, th- at that time. She wrote the songs, and I was like, would just kind of come up with uh, all the base, all the base stuff, and then we would collaborate here and there. These days, we're collaborating more than we did when we started. It was like seventy thirty percent her to start. Now it's more like. 55, 45, or 60, 40, or something. Because she still does all the engineering and she writes like the skeleton of a song. But now we'll collaborate on all the music choices. Yeah. And And, and if uh, any, like if I'll take a a song, like we have a new song on the new EP, Sugar High. Um, And and September 20th. It's called Never Gonna Stop. But the song that I took to him was called I Was Raised on Disco. No, no, that was uh, Here and Now. No, 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 no. That was never never gonna stop. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then he was just like, you can't use that title. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually just ripped that title right out and I kind of had to start over with the lyrics and then kind of went in this whole other direction where it's more chill pop. Whereas before it was all about like how like I loved listening to like records and my sister's room. I don't even have a sister. You guys, I really want to hear that song. I know, oh, no, no, no. I do too, though. <laughs> yeah, Especially right? if it's if it's got because a disco. frankly, Candy, <laughs> were you raised on disco? A little bit. Yep. Yeah. So that seems like that'd be oh, a song well, that would be. I'll give yeah. you the song right yeah. now. It'll be for your ears only. Okay. Thank you. We're gonna oh, play it so as the intro goes. It is oh, now the intro yeah. to the, to the or show. Or maybe the outro. Maybe the outro. And the interstitial music. Yeah. It's just that. Again, the rest of the pod will be just that song on repeat. Right. And Except for the fart <laughs> um, so with the with the new split of where what you're calling as close to 50/50 as possible that the the question remains what was the first song that you can point to and say this is the our full like total partnership you and me together doing this thing all in both of us That's it, a song right there actually what you just total said partnership? That was that those were wow. some pretty good it's pretty good lyrics mm. yeah. I am not one who's good at collaboration I, I don't write good songs What do you think <laughs> Well maybe it was um That's the way it goes I don't know. This is not good yeah. pot. I, yeah, this is what's what's happening, guys. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know because okay. that that song was actually already written. It's, it, this the sort of thing has happened gradually. 
Yeah. Okay. And like, it was just one day. Yeah, it was kind of was... like, oh, now we're doing this 50 50 ish. I feel yeah. like with the new EP, especially though, like, yeah, everything, the new, was everything really on the new EP. Like, super collaborative. Yeah, the new EP is the most collaborative thing we've done. I yeah. like it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit on the dirty side. What was oh. the biggest oh fight my. that you guys have gotten into over a piece of music? And whose fault was it? The biggest fight we've had over a piece of music? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I mean, you don't have to tell me the specific just like, song. Like, yeah. Just like tell us about the conflict just like, that you've oh. encountered. Well, um, for the longest time, I've sort of come around to her side on this a bit. We always are, We argued for years over the Bee Gees. Speaking oh, just of, in general. Speaking like, of disco, yeah. <laughs> as in like, Bee Gees, that's it. That's in, the musical <laughs> argument. Yeah, yeah we do, we do fight about the Bee Gees a lot. Yeah, because the, I like the early stuff from the 60s where it's all chamber pop and stuff, and she likes the disco stuff. And like I said, I've, I've come around more to your side really? uh, over the years. Is it because you were raised on I disco? I still prefer the early I stuff. I was what? raised on disco, yeah. Yes. She was raised on That's yeah. it. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, let, me, let me refocus that. I meant of your collaboration together. What is the biggest thing, the biggest challenge that you guys have faced in um, your creative together? Yeah, disagreement, time. maybe that the final product wasn't exactly yeah. what you had set up for it to be. We, we don't really have fights about the creative approach to, to the music, but we have um, different ideas of how to market and like the mm. more business side. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but we both agree that neither of us know what we're doing. As far as <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody knows what they're doing. And that's how you get successful collaborations. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know either. Okay, that's cool. That's funny. Yeah. No, Ideal, we, ideally, one of us should know how to do it, but we, we, we neither of us We have different do. ideas and... And I'm always like, I think maybe we should hire a PR firm or we should like hire like a radio promotion company. He's like, oh, I don't think we need to do any of that. And I'm just like, ah. And so I feel like I want to... No, I wanted to put, um, if we're going to put promotion money out there, it should be into stuff like Spotify. Like, mm. are there promotion companies that you pay to get you on Spotify playlists? Mm. To me, that's more a wise investment than college radio. Because college radio, like, I don't know if you guys know. Like, well, so we're we're going to end up in the weeds on this one. It was really uh, more of a metaphorical. Real quick, I won't radio. go too far into it. But, but college radio promotion is expensive as hell. Uh-huh. It costs like Interesting. 10 grand really? to have a campaign that lasts like a month where you get, you know, sent, they send your stuff to college radio. We I would not have guessed that. We should get into PR. For oh music. Jesus! If it's ten thousand dollars a month, we should start doing that. We should so, start doing that. So I you, could definitely you find that you don't yeah. argue about the music; you argue about the business side. That's the interesting. Business side. That's that says a lot about relationships because I never would have expected that. Like you'd think that stuff is just like one motion smooth. Whatever we we create the thing, we push it out, and the creative is the challenge. But no, it sounds like you guys do that really well. Actually, I have I have something uh, <laughs> that we could mention uh, <laughs> from the music side. Um, a couple years ago, um, I got it in my head that we should, instead of this thing where you write the skeleton of a song and then we put it together. Remember, I was like, no, we should like just like hang out and and just come up with riffs. And he's like, we should like drink cre- a bottle of wine or like smoke weed. That's how you do it and in just a movie, play, right? And, right. Like, and like, yeah, build beats together and like come find cool sounds and. You know, and we tried it, and it just didn't work. And I was like adamant that we keep trying it. And she's like, I, 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 I write, I write alone. Like she I, writes alone. I have right. to write alone and then bring well, him the thing. Yeah, and that's the music is a very singular process. Everyone has their own way of getting it out. And I per- personally, I don't understand. One of the things when it comes to creativity, 
that I just can't wrap my brain around is writing a song. That is the one thing that I'm like, I don't, it's a bunch of people sit in a room and like someone says this and someone else does a thing and someone else is like, oh, this will sound good. And then it's a song. And like, I don't get it. <laughs> there For, are I just, my that, brain yeah. doesn't work like, that why way. Why isn't it a personalized story just, about something I, that happened to you specifically? I just, the the, the amalgamation of multiple things that happens at once. It is, yeah. it's totally fascinating. Like a minute ago, this thing didn't, it didn't, didn't exist. exist. Yeah. 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 I agree. I, like well, I can't write for shit. I was going to ask about <laughs> division of labor, lines. but it sounds like we've really we've covered yeah. that. Yeah. You write the songs and you write the And then he's kind of the A&R guy where he's like, "Oh, that's, that's not going to work. Let's try this." You know, like he's the one who he didn't help. hear a single. Yeah, he didn't hear a single. <laughs> And so he knows what to change. He's got good ears, and he's really honest, which is great for a collaborator. I love it. There you go. I love it. What is your guys' absolute favorite song that you have created together? Well, mm. for me, it would be off the EP. Like, I, I think Never Gonna which Stop. One? Never Gonna Stop is the is, song? Is, like, to me, that was the closest we ever got to, like, um, a really great song that I feel good about like promoting and sharing and like having people hear. I, I it got picked up by uh, some YouTube, uh, some really popular YouTube channel. Oh, cool. And, and Very repo- cool. reposted. And it has like 15,000 plays or something. Wow. For us, that's a lot. You know, You're for, famous. That is, that's a huge that amount. A I mean, I don't know. Famous as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's never going to stop. All one word. I like it. <laughs> um, I like it. My, my favorite thing is, uh, um, as far as some kind of sonic thing that we put together, was off the second album, I think, our, our cover of Ashes to Ashes, oh, yeah. the David Bowie song. I feel good about that one, too. Yeah, like, to me, that was, like, an accomplishment, like, musically, like, what we did in the studio, you know? Yeah, and I feel like we were both big David Bowie fans anyway, yeah. so it felt good to release that. It was, like, a tribute. Yeah. To David, yeah. So mm. that that would be my my favorite. But just everything on the new record, um, including the cover of a cover of the theme from uh, Barbarella. Oh, that's a, right. Yeah, um, that's on there. Um, and and there's four original songs, and I think it's the best work we've done. I do too. Well, we're yeah. super excited to hear it. We will definitely we will plug the shit out of that at the end. Oh yeah, we're gonna have cool. get all the details and links and such. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and links. How do you guys separate? work this is the work that we're doing creating music from relationship of we're hanging out not talking about work (laughs) (laughs) um well definitely try to have boundaries between that um and like shannon says she likes to write alone and Mm -hmm. she likes to have her time and if she doesn't get it i you know i go crazy if i don't crazy (laughs) if she'll end up working like a whole bunch of days in a row and not get to practice like not get to let that part out yeah yeah and so i've uh i've learned to really enjoy things that get me out of the house for several hours at a time <laughs> other than work we have a very small apartment and it's it's, not it's a it's, lovely it's, apartment it's it is a lovely apartment. we've all visited there because that's where three you guys record we do three fourths you've been to the three fourth studio <laughs> we uh, love our little home but it's great it's, it's a little small because we just have the bedroom, which is the studio, and then... It's a literal bedroom studio. 
Um, so yeah, I, I go play golf. I go for a hike. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've seen me post on Facebook, the little running maps yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Which my mother <laughs> is absolutely listening to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> right. My mother is always enthusiastic about your runs. <laughs> She's That's like, did you cute. see that Ben went for a really long run today? And I was like, I do. I did. Uh, I did. She <laughs> believes in your running career. Oh, she you. is super supportive of your oh, training. That's very cute. Thank you so much. Yeah. This is so sweet. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I find things, you know, just to get me away. Because even if I'm in the next room, like it, Too it, much. it, it affects it, her. It, it can does. be vibey, yeah. You because can you know, smell him. Yeah. Well, you know, if you have to, like, go to get go to the bathroom or get a drink of water, then even, like, just it brings me out of it, even if we have a small conversation. And just I feel a like, hello, yeah. And it took I, me and a then, while to figure that part out. Yeah, and then I feel it's like bad. I was always bracing for it anyway. And so even if it didn't happen, if he was totally silent, I'd be thinking, oh, my God, what if he, he starts talking to me and I've got this melody idea that I have to get back into the room for? <laughs> I have a very important yeah. question. Do you feel the same way about the cats? Do I feel the same? Do the cats you? bother you when no. you're in that space, or is it just Ben? It's just Ben. It is <laughs> just Ben. <laughs> the, the cats are always a welcome distraction for some reason. So, like, because if an electrician was there, it would be like no big deal. But Ben, yeah, exactly. Is, is Anyone else could walk through. Problem. Anyone off the street could walk through the bedroom. But if when he's, there, <laughs> I just, oh. are you? No, but the cats are great because mm-hmm. they're actually really good studio cats because they don't meow at all except for when Donut really needs something, she'll start meowing. And you cut everybody's vocal cords out, and that just solves the problem. Oh, it just no, solves the no. problem, makes everything right. real. It's quiet. weird; they're like ball gagged. Like no, nobody, no, no, no. nobody thinks That's nobody knows. Not funny. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Listening, listening audience, uh, they're quite loving of their cats. Uh, <laughs> we don't plan on this. Yeah, no. No, none of those <laughs> things have happened. Yeah, I take full responsibility for that terrible joke. <laughs> so um, we yeah we don't spend you know t- on a typical day we don't spend more than two or three hours together well, because you know either one of us or both of us are working or you know the, at the gym or, or in doing the studio thing yeah and you know I think it's a good um, one of the one of the reasons why we've worked so well together is because we do give a lot of space. You know, I have yeah, a lot of interests that she's not into and vice versa. But we have shared interests too. Like we, well, yeah. to wind down, we, we, okay, first of all, we have really crazy schedules. We never know when we're yeah. going to be working. Yeah, it's bad. And sometimes... I heard it, you even talking to Mike and Dustin about, you know, what do you like about your job and stuff? Continuity. Yeah, yeah. we don't have that at all. No. <laughs> like, and right now I'm... Because we're both extras too, like... Sag. Yeah, you can that's see them true. all over television all the time. That's true. That's true. Uh, specifically, right now on on the promo, the fourteen minute promo that they're showing for Big Box is that what the, the oh, show Super is called? Superstore. Superstore. Thank Store. you. They're that showing that on on TV? the internet. I on have the, seen this on the internet more than one time. It's a with, compilation of all the your all the cakey faces. It's oh right, 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 right. I didn't, didn't know that was see online. The worst of that. <laughs> they had a, it was about 20, 25 minutes of shooting. And they had us doing all kinds of stuff, like uh, eating cake out of each other's mouths and stuff. Yuck. Oh, that's fun. Well, but it's that's cute out of your And somehow that didn't yeah. make the cut. Thank God. That's but, not uh, the one they aired. We made the crew laugh, though. We yeah. did. They enjoyed it. That's a fun day. <laughs> but yeah, our schedules are all over the place. And then also, I picked up this other like regular job, so I'm working on weekends. And so I'm like, great, I don't have to worry about extra work too much. And all of a sudden, I'm getting like calls from Central Casting, and they're like... And so I've been working nonstop, like, almost every day. And 
uh, that's why, I, therefore, I have the stress in the mm. back. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. anyways. And, and, and I um, play a couple of gigs a week with this like live band karaoke thing. Um, and I'm uh, taking classes at Pasadena City College. What are you taking classes in? Uh, library science. Nice. Yeah. Oh, we should do. Yes. Uh, Shout we out to do my an mom. Episode about Woo. libraries. Shout yes. out to my mom who uh, just retired after 35 years as a librarian. That's oh, amazing. thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you for your service. Right? Yes. Absolutely. That's a good one. Oh, so yeah, cool. I'm going. I'm going that route, and so like. Between that and extra work and all this other stuff, it's just we like, don't have a personal life right now. <laughs> so, and which it sounds like is good for your collaborations because you're really excited and it's always it's fresh true. to see each other. And but we, we, we don't even time, see though. each other. Like some occasionally we'll get to like watch Netflix together while we eat dinner, but that's mm-hmm. the only time we've been seeing each other lately. So yeah, things are like even our, out our again. Our sleep schedule is all wacky. <laughs> yeah. I go to, I end up going to bed uh, about four hours after she does oh, and wow. waking up about three hours after she does. It's weird. Yeah. Now, have you guys had um, multiple times throughout your relationship and collaborating together where things are up and down like this and does do the projects you're working on survive those those periods of craziness where we're barely seeing each other? Yeah. Well, yeah. Definitely. I mean, lovers and poets is is going to keep going as as long as we're a, a married couple and you know <laughs> we we're, we're we're not we don't hate each other. I mean, why wouldn't hey. why wouldn't we keep doing it? Um, so so far, like so all, all these other things come and go, but yeah, our, the, we'll always be making music together. I think. Ah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Co- cosine. Cos. Cosine. Yeah. So yeah. Is that what like that means? <laughs> Mm-hmm. You look like you're thinking a thing, like you're thinking an important thing. Like oh, you're no. trying to I mean, formulate I mean, a thing. I'm always thinking well, right. some sort of important right. thing. There's always a um, gear moving, at least one. What would you say is the best part about being in the relationship and doing work together? And what is the worst part? The hmm. best part? Well, I think it's just that we know each other so well and we can we really just vibe off of uh, whatever's happening in the room. And like, we'll, we'll, he picks up on any little songwriting thing that I have and he knows exactly how to, how to shape it. Yeah. Or I'll also warn you when it sounds exactly like something else. Mm, That's You have like a huge treasure trove at your fingertips. Yeah. And of, and then Both I always go, and bad I'm songs. like, no, it really yeah. doesn't sound like that. And then he'll play it for me. And I'm like, Oh shoot, that really does sound like that. Even though I've never heard that song before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, uh, we, we're so close. I mean, we, we go so far back and we've definitely been best friends since, you know, since back in the day, like what, yeah. 18 years, 19 Aww. years. I can't really think yeah, of the worst part. Like, back in the day. I don't really... Well, that's a good answer. Part, the worst part yeah. is that we, uh, uh, don't really get to travel as much cause we don't have a ton of money. You know, mm. we don't really have any debt or anything. Like mm-hmm. we, we don't, we don't, we live within our means. Which puts you which well ahead of a lot so of America. Been told that, and I've told her that many times, and yeah. she's like, oh, "I don't know. I wish we could travel more. I know. I, I wish we could travel more too." A lot of people travel but have debt. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. but I just got my Carry passport renewed, so I'm like, you know what? It's awesome. exciting. I like it. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow, you might get booked to go to Egypt. That's right. Yeah. Superstore Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> Why, <laughs> not? Why not? What's going to happen? You really don't. To me, that's the that's the only downside is that you know. We we chose to live this way and and now we're now we're in it. <laughs> we chose this way and yeah yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I would. Oh, me too. I love living in L.A. Aww. And uh, yeah, I love 
LA is in my top five places I'd want to live. Yeah. (laughs) That's a lukewarm response. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it it used to, when we moved to Nashville, I was insistent. I'm getting out of LA. I didn't want to be here anymore. You know, you know, I moved away myself uh, a couple years before that. I have had yeah. a love-hate relationship with it, but now I've, I'm... It's come back around for you. Except yeah. like every like five years, I'm like, are you still cool about living in L.A.? Because mm-hmm. I feel do we like get she a, wants to... Do we get a jet for like right. two years and then come back? Yeah. What? And she does, and she does the are you still cool with not having kids thing too. Yeah, every, every couple the, of years. It's a, yeah. That's a good check-in. Those are two very important things. Yes. And I always hope that he's telling the truth because sometimes I'm like, because I know that he would be a really good dad, so... I was going to say earlier that should you want to get out of the house for a little while, I have a baby who needs a lot of attention and like extended (laughs) periods of time Mm -hmm. that I would sometimes like to get out of the house for a while as well. Uh, So I'm just saying, should you ever feel like looking at a baby? Mm -hmm. We always have a need. Damn this gig economy. (laughs) We always have a need. Um, So what, uh, what advice would you give a couple who's thinking about collaborating together on anything? Doesn't have to be music, just working on a project together. What sort of important check boxes would you suggest that they make sure they're checking? Mm. Well, I would say like definitely have uh, some sort of boundaries, like make sure it's not all work or, I mean, it's It's gotta be fun. Yeah. It's gotta be fun. Yeah. You know, you have to really enjoy being in a partnership with somebody. And I think that if you've chosen that person to have some sort of like um, significant part in your life anyway, that chances are collaborating with them is going to be fun or good in some way too. But the minute that you feel like it's not working, you know, uh, business-wise or creative-wise, um, you know, don't be afraid to bail out. Bail out. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. You, you, you shouldn't be just beating yourself over the head just to do it, just to do it because yeah. you said you were going to do it. Like, if it's not working, it's not working. I had a, a spinoff podcast uh, like a year ago that I started. And this, this is the best to worst one? Yeah, was uh, pop culture worst to first. Yeah, worst to first, I was close. Yeah, and I was doing two podcasts for a while, and it just it just was too much. And, you know, like I was, like, exhausted and all, trying to balance everything else out. And, you know, you just have to know. You have to know when to... Yeah, you just have to know if it's draining your energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you should always be, you know, cognizant of if the other person may, may think that and, and they're not saying it. Or whatever, you know, like, are you sure you're okay? You know, like, and so, but mostly it's like, you just gotta, it's gotta be fun. Yeah. And did you, did you, you guys find, ever do a, like, a sit down of, here are the, the rules of engagement around <laughs> our collaborations? Never. No, I think it's just like an unspoken thing, just because we've been working together uh, in a professional uh, way first, even before we were like a, a couple. Right. So. I think it just naturally worked itself out that way. And I guess also one other thing I want to say about collaborating is that like some people don't want to spend 24 hours a day, you know, like dealing with another person professionally and personally. But like this guy, I totally don't mind. Like I always live. I I love spending all my time with him. So, and it's a lot of, well, I mean, all of my personal time basically, (laughs) because I don't have a lot of personal time. And, and so I love spending it with you. Like we uh-huh. really, honestly, don't go out to do much, you know, because of our fucking schedule. We just went schedules. out to the movies. <laughs> we saw the, the Tarantino movie. Um, uh, oh. we, yeah, and that's uh, only the second time in the last like two years that we've gone out to the movies. Wow. We don't really, yeah. yeah. And we don't oh, go out to right. eat ever either. If you're, you know, if you're not spending that's, a ton of time like together, once or twice a year we go out to eat too. You're gonna be able to talk to each other. 
You know, you mm-hmm. can't do that in a movie. No, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But we watch a lot of movies at home, like on Netflix. Oh, yeah. sure. That you can so, talk yeah. through. If you have set the rules mad. ahead of time right. that yes. this is an okay movie to talk through, uh-huh. you can flip through that magazine. It's okay. Well, if you're, if you're <laughs> in a theater and you're going to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is almost three hours long, um, you should probably make sure that you can handle not looking at your phone for more than you know, ten minutes. There's someone sitting in front of her that kept looking at their phone all the entire. And the movie. screen was turned all the way to brown. Oh, people are terrible. Also, you should pee first. Yes. Oh yeah, I did that. Oh, I'm but. sure the, the <laughs> listening audience heard my eyes roll. I just had it with the movies. That people are just, yeah, well. just bring your catheter. <laughs> at it. The movie was was long. The, big, the biggest problem was that this person couldn't go 10 minutes without looking at their phone. And it was like bright. Looking at super, Facebook. It lit up like, the whole what? Oh, that's horrible. Theater. Like if they were just checking their phone because like, like they're they waiting doctor. for a phone call. Yeah. Right, or something important no. like their kids out of the state or something. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I now look at my phone a lot when we're at the movies. So just in case the babysitter And you missed texted. a buzz. But yeah. I'm not I'm not looking at it. You're not, it's not like actually like, open Is there Facebook? a text? Which is stupid because I also have it touching me at all times. But let's say that for another. Yeah. So I'm out of questions. What was yours? Uh, my only question is, and this is kind of to everybody, um, we they make you start collaborating when you're a kid, right? You have to start doing school projects, which everyone friggin' hates. Everyone hates them, as far as I know. Um, I but during that time, that like adolescent time, what was maybe a project that you worked on that made you feel like this was something you could do again? Not because you had to, not because like it didn't just suck ass. Like, oh, this one didn't bomb, so yay. But like, I might want to work with another person. What? I have a very, very good project. Oh, good. Oh, yay. My (laughs) senior English project. So AP English, blah, blah, Um, We did a project that was... Of course, a feminist retelling sure. of a lot of really terrible, a lot of stories where women are treated terribly. So we did, so basically it was a revenge story across the board where women who have been killed in the story come back um, or like get beaten up or just like abused in some way or another. And the women come back and like really fuck shit up. <laughs> we did Hamlet in which Ophelia nice. comes back. We did A Doll's House, um, where the the wife is terribly abused at Ibsen. Um, We did Black Boy by Richard Wright, where he he beats his girlfriend to death with a brick. It's very intense. Wow. And I wish I I could remember what the fourth one was, because there was definitely Mm -hmm. four. Um, and we did this like hilarious reenacting of all of these things. We filmed in all of these different locations and settings, and it was phenomenal. We all convinced our significant others at the time to like play whoever the crappy guy was. It was that is good. Uh, it was death of a salesman. Oh, oh god! And in which the wife reveals that she's having an affair with with his brother Ben or his like idol Ben, whatever. It's great. And, and it was like the most fun I've ever had in my entire life wow. collaborating in this all female empowered moment where where we literally like we convinced this one kid to let us beat him with wet sponges (laughs) that have been painted to look like bricks that's great and and maybe we poured a beer on him so you, sounds so like a you, lot of fun. It really worked together. Yes. Crazy creative fun. And we, yeah. we took the scene of Fight Club, the, you know, we we watch you while you sleep, blah, blah, do not fuck with us. We took that scene and recreated it. <laughs> and we got an F on the project. What? Oh, come on. We did. She, my female English teacher did not like it. 
Wow. And it's the best thing I've ever done. Well, I don't care if she liked it. Did it fulfill the requirements of the assignment or not? Elaine Mahoney, who is definitely listening to this podcast. She is listening. Remembers us. (laughs) Did you try to argue your grade? I did that once and I actually worked. Oh, really? I mean, not I, from like what? an editor pass. Do I don't remember. I just remember being like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Fuck this the man. Awesome. Of course we got in <laughs> there. Because society <laughs> wants us to get in the head. This is bullshit. Go so that's my yourself. best collaboration story. I mean, I've done like other things since, but that's, that's the I one that I really enjoyed. I can't talk that. I can't talk No, that was really good. That <laughs> was really, really good. I'm sorry. I, I mean, no, I mean, I'll, I'll tell my story. It's not nearly as exciting. No one gets beaten with anything, <laughs> as far as I know. I was in eighth grade, and my teacher, who was a bitch... So I hated this teacher. This was reading and writing was the same teacher in my junior high school system. We changed classes. Um, so you had to see her twice a day. Oh, um, uh, yeah, no, I really, we really, we did not get along well. But that is why I'm friends with Marissa and Katie is from being in Miss Mueller's class. So like, whatever. who I assume are listening to the podcast. They are, they are listening. Um, hey. Hey. Uh, she forced, oh, so wait, she was the reading and writing teacher in sixth grade, and then she changed, and by the time we got into eighth grade, she was the reading and writing teacher for eighth grade, so I had to have her four times. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was a bitch. Um, but, and she would force us to do things we, we didn't want to do, and one of those things was um, entering this contest with another girl in class, Jessie Kelko, and we had done something where she said we should work together to put something together to submit for young authors, uh, which is, I think, federal. I think it's a state by state. Like, there's a young authors once a year for kids in every oh, uh, state, as far as I know. So, like, mathletes um, or something. It, you like you submit short stories, and then you can go to like like a state kind of thing where if you win for your school or your district, you sure. can like go down and you get like a certificate or whatever. Um, we we won. We did a really good job, and we won yes. creating this. Um, I think it was a. It was like eighteen. Early 1800s, mid 1800s. It was a, a journal written by cowboys, that is and it was two cool. p two, and we each wrote to each other. So it was cool. we had to work cool. together to like figure the story out, and we we succeeded and did well. Because so who writes I still about hated her, the teacher, cowboys. but yeah, but it was fun and it was successful. That was probably the first time that like creatively it wasn't my project that yeah. we both had an equal say in it, and it worked out well. Cool, love yeah. it. What about you? Yeah. Um, well, does it count if I was like 18 at the time? Totally. I was like okay. 12. Okay. I don't know. Um, Whoever old you are in eighth grade. I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Chris Van Gompel, uh, the guy I, I um, met when I was in high school. Um, he went to a totally different high school where people where people listen to punk rock. Nobody in my high school. I, I was going to say, uh, Noodle, you might like this story. I was going to say, Elaine Mahoney also, also listening to this story. Hey. Um, yeah, Appleton High School West did not have any punk, fa- hardly any punk fans. It was all metal kids. Over at Nina Public High School, uh, just down the road, that's their thing. Everyone there was into punk. And I met Chris, and he got me into punk. And we, he was in my first band together. And we had so much fun going to punk shows, like small, all ages, $5. At the VFW. VFW. <laughs> Uh, some of them were like this is in Wisconsin. Um, of course it is because some some of these shows were in a barn. That's like awesome. we saw propaganda. Shut up! That you did not nice. see propaganda in, in a barn. Propaganda in a barn. Uh, in am, Kimberly, Wisconsin. I am so jealous. <laughs> they were awesome. Yeah, and so we decided, me and Chris, uh, not only are we going to be in a band, we're going to put on our own shows, and we founded Chips versus the Punk Rockers Productions. 
Um, and uh, there's an episode of Chips called that. If you, uh, that I, I was that assuming title. there was a, a Chips reference that I was a, missing. Imagine <laughs> the most cartoony punk rockers you've ever nice. seen, and you know they were up against the guys from Chips. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hilariously bad. So, <laughs> highly recommend. Yeah, but highly recommend just as an artifact. You, you, it must be seen. Um, anyway, so yeah, we put on our own shows. Uh, we got uh, tons of uh, local punk fans to to go to these shows. We booked all, every, all the all the local bands. You know, suddenly were like kissing our asses. Oh, I'm sure. Wanting us to put them on. There's your and our guy right there. Yeah. yeah, and we would put them on at VFW halls and wherever. Um, and uh, uh, we there was a uh, you know Maximum Rock and Roll magazine. Did you, did you oh. ever read that? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a fanzine. It was like the ultimate fanzine. Oh, that explains. I mean, if it's regional, that makes sense. No, that, it was like na- it was national. Was it national? It was the only one that was national. Oh. Yeah, um, and uh, they put out a resource guide with uh, where people w- who had bands, promotion companies, radio stations, um, record stores, whatever, would submit their listings, and it would go in, into this handy guide called "Book Your Own Fucking Life." Nice. <laughs> and it was for touring bands. It was for whoever, like a bunch of dudes in a van. They're going to the next state, and it, it goes state by state, all the different, you know. And so we we enlisted Chips versus the Punk Rockers Productions, and and we got it listed in Book Your Own Fucking Life. And we got calls from touring bands from all over the country, and that they would is come super in. Super cool. And we put them on. We we got them paid, and yeah, we even made some money. It was it very was awesome. nice. That's yeah. a great collaboration. Yeah, I dig it. It was cool. Top that. Everyone just, yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. What do you got, Hurley? I've been thinking about the tagline for this project, and it is that my best friend and I got my teacher pregnant. Um, okay, so. Huh? Wow. So in I eighth grade. I want to know more. My friend, <laughs> I know it's crazy. Okay, so my friend Christy and I, we love to draw. And so we were constantly drawing, like during class, everything. So um, we both had a science teacher. And her name was Mrs. Gray. And she saw that we were drawing all the time. And we were telling her stories about how everything we were drawing was coming true and it's kind of freaking us out. Um, so, <laughs> um, so, like, it was weird. Like, we would go to the mall and, like, Christy would draw a purple gorilla with a, a, a bouquet of flowers behind its back. And then we saw it. Like, <laughs> we saw it walking around and we're like, uh, this is weird. Okay, so like... Like the, a gorillagram? Somebody had a gorilla. Yeah, it was like a gorillagram. It wasn't a real no, gorilla? Okay. No. That's good. Um, so like weird <laughs> things like that kept happening. And so we told our teacher about that, and she had just gotten married. She was she wanted to have a baby really bad. And so, um, <laughs> and so she asked us, she said, can you guys come over and draw, um, um, like, can you draw pictures of like a baby or like... Of uh, like me being pregnant or things like that. Oh my and, goodness! And so we went to her house. Like, this is like in the summer, I think. Weird. And and she was a totally. I know it's so weird that we did this. We both got out our pencils and we we're drawing in her house, like in her living room. And I'm like, is this a fever dream that I had? Because <laughs> that's so weird. How old? We, How is going on? We were like 14. Okay. And so mm-hmm. we're drawing pictures of babies and like just like our family and. Um, and uh, so she ended up getting pregnant and so she, she had a baby and she said, thank you so much. Oh my goodness. So she credited us, she credited us right. for drawing this baby into real life. I have two important questions. <laughs> Which one of you is the witch? 
Yeah. Right. Or maybe I don't know. I think it was together. And could you draw us some money? Yeah. Oh. And if we could just sax a cash. Yeah. You know yeah. I sax should just, cash. Yeah, sax those, those cash like specifically. Linen bags with the dollar sign on them. I will. Yeah, yeah. Right, I shall right. draw that. I, right I cannot believe you guys That's did not awesome. continue to do this forever. For right. Yeah. I think I the teacher was the witch and she needed like vision mm. board help. Yeah. I think that's she just she couldn't draw for shit. All of her drawings were like stick figures and it wasn't working. Did you ever try this again? Like, did you do other things or were you guys like, I think it was scary. Yeah, I think it was a little scary. So we pulled back. We should test it with like light as a feather. Like, you should draw it happening and then we should lay down and see what happens. Oh my gosh. Everyone's going to have broken fingers tomorrow. We're all like fucking chacharone. And (laughs) also, what are the chances it was a purple gorilla? We did that story, right? The weirdest jobs you've ever had. I'm sure I feel like we have I feel like we've definitely discussed having weird fucking jobs that's fine that's That's, yeah because I I had a job as a singing gorilla telegram yes you told that story yes you did you told that story I sure did so terrifying Uh, it was it was weird (laughs) it was it was very it was very very strange on that note yeah I feel I feel like that was a good that was a you know what that was a really great you were like I can't top that that was a great story that was a really good story I I was afraid to tell it because I'm like now like it was just too like weird like child not for this crowd (laughs) it was the only one of those stories that had any supernatural elements to it oh that's true I'm I'm, like jealous actually Mm -hmm. so yeah you collaborate with somebody you never know what kind of special powers you never know what you're gonna create (laughs) manifest what's gonna happen man Uh, and then I think this takes a slight turn because this is apparently something that's less about collaboration when it comes to people working together in politics. <laughs> Let's get down to political minute. What a good transition Thank that you. was. Wow. Thank you. It just happened. That it just was happened. deft. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we uh, we continue to whittle down the candidate list, um, and I'm going to do four today. It, we've been doing sixes, uh, and we've only got eight left. So I'm doing. Tier two, I believe, in terms of front runners of candidates. So I'm going to start with Cory Booker. Uh, Cory Booker is a senator from New Jersey. He was the former mayor of Newark. He is running on criminal justice reform, calling for unification of the country. Um, really, he's not a centrist. Like he's definitely a progressive, but he, his call is for come together, be together, be. Yeah, he, uh, he he was one of the few candidates that was actually saying that in the debate last yeah, week. He was he's not he's not beating everybody up. Uh, he is he's doing really well in the debates, which I'm happy about. I enjoy. Yeah, Corey this Booker. last one he he did yeah. really well. Uh, and he his, a lot of his support is small donors, so he has a very large donor base, but they're like two bucks, three bucks here and there. Mm. Um, and he's really well known for his oration. He was releasing for a while these like fireside chat type videos where it's him sitting on his desk just being like, hey guys, let's talk about a thing. Isn't um, there a documentary about him uh, as the mayor of, New- of Newark? Probably. I would not be surprised. I think there is. I hope so. And yeah. if so, let's find it. Yeah. Um, but that's Cory Booker and uh, he, he will definitely qualify for the next round of debates if he hasn't already. Yeah. Uh, the next B candidate, and by B I mean both tier two and the letter B starting with their name is Beto. Uh, again, I'm reminding everybody that I'm only saying positive things about all the candidates. <laughs> positive things. Uh, Beto narrowly lost to Ted Cruz, the most punchable face in politics, mm-hmm. um, for Senate. He is a former congressman from Texas. He is running on his red state liberalism, so trying to like bring in a lot of those hard-to-reach places. 
Uh, he did a he did really good job igniting younger voters um, on 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 across America stage. Like people were talking about him outside of Texas. Um, a younger crowd were really enthusiastic about him. We all really wanted him yes. to beat Ted Cruz. Every, I mean, good God, everybody yeah. except for Texas apparently he wanted does, him to beat Ted Cruz. He does have an opportunity to uh, defeat the other uh, incumbent uh, Republican senator in Texas. And and you know what, he should. Absolutely, take that opportunity. Uh, to yeah, do that. if and when he drops out, yeah. he should go for that. Uh, I, mean, I should say if. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to specify if because you know what, um, we're not going to get into it too much. I don't want to, but um, he's from El Paso. Yeah, and this this is his moment. A major thing happened in El Paso this weekend, and he's he's if 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 he has a chance at all, he's got to do it now. He's got to yeah. rise to this occasion and talk about gun control. Yep. So, yeah, I'm rooting for him to do it. I want to see it. He's currently running on immigration reform, which makes sense in Texas, uh, pot legalization, and rural hospital access, which is Mm. a big problem that we don't talk about that much that gets lost in the Medicare for all conversation. Yeah. Um, And he was was in bands as a youth, and he skateboards, and he's hip. He's with it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's uh, that's beta. Uh, next, we have Buttigieg. That is the correct pronunciation of Buttigieg. 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 Buttigieg, who uh, is comfortably known as Mayor Pete. He is he's the mayor. the mayor of Shannon Hurley's hometown. Shut up. Oh. South Bend. South Bend. That's right. Um, Buttigieg is really running about on identity politics in a way that nobody else is. He's like, hey, guys, I'm gay. And is that cool? What's wrong with you if it's not? Which, you know what? Good for him being out there. Um, and as a tall, white, middle-class, semi I mean, he defines himself as Christian, but it depends on who you're talking to about Christianity. As a tall, white, attractive man to say, I'm gay, what of it? Like, good for you, man. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that out there. Uh, and people talk a lot about identity politics. I think having Buttigieg be as visual and open as he is, is a huge step forward for America. I super appreciate what he is doing. Uh, And he is running on climate change and his service as a veteran. And he is also a really good orator and speaks a stupid amount of like seven languages and you never know which one's going to come out. (laughs) Uh, He's been kind of hit and miss in the debates, but uh, I like the fact that he's making a statement. I, I support him heavily as somebody's VP. Yeah, I like him. I like yeah. him a lot. Um, he, he he does repeat this one thing over and over again, which he should. He talks about uh, how old, what what year he he will be, what year it will be the the year that he turns the same age as Donald Trump is now. A long time. So, like in the year twenty fifty four, when I will be the same age as our current president. Like he mm-hmm. says that a lot, and it's effective. Like, but you know what? It almost yeah, makes him sound like whoa. It doesn't make him sound too young because it's like, oh wow. Then we have a lot of time to like uh, think about voting him into presidency <laughs> because like that's that's an interesting point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do think that he will help rally a lot of disenfranchised voters. Yeah, he that, does have that. that. Feel like so it might, he might be yeah. good. Politics if, don't if, matter to me. If but, he doesn't end yeah. up uh, the nominee, he could be on a, a ticket. For yeah, somebody. I, I, yeah, I'd I like see to see him as, with Ka- with Kamala Harris as a qual- well, We can't talk about her yet. Okay, that's right. right. <laughs> that's that's, that's going to be top tier. Top tier uh, is next next time. Uh, the next, my last one that I want to talk about here is Kristen Gillibrand, um, who is a senator from New York. 
She was running originally when she got into politics as a young mom with with the idea that I am going to fight for your kids as hard as I fight for my own, Um, which I think is a really good tagline that's going to resonate with people everywhere. She was originally elected from a very conservative district in New York, and she has a history of extremely conservative views that have since evolved and is one of the leading progressive voices in our current government. Um, She is the only person who has voted no on every single one of Trump's nominees, Hmm. and she led the charge of getting Al Franken removed, um, which... A lot of people have a lot of different opinions mm-hmm. on. I fully mm-hmm. fucking support, but that's neither here nor there. Um, she she's really centering her her campaign on women. Like she's not even bothering to talk to the male population because they're they're going to do whatever they're going to do. So she's really centering. Well, so that's not actually that's not true. A slight tweak on that is women and the men who love them. That's what she's saying. Oh, that's her women and the men who support those women. Women and the men who love those women who care about these women. It's not just your health care. It's the health care of somebody who you love. So I think that's pretty great. And it's not just like personal, like that's my wife and I love her. No, it's like women and men who love. Their wife. Know, yeah. Or just, you know, yeah. su- supporting women in general. Yeah, I'm, I'm super about it. So she's focused on women's equality and opportunity in in government, in business, et cetera, with a lot of abortion access as, as her uh, central topics. And she quite notably said, the first thing I'm going to do when elected president is going to be to Clorox the Oval Office. Yeah. That <laughs> Which was, is pretty, pretty that funny. Was a good line. And, and I'm not, no negativity, but she, something about her makes me go, hmm. You don't love her. Like there's something in the back of my throat and I don't know what it is, but I like that. Right? That's a good line. But I like that. And, and maybe that's what it is, is, is hmm. she <laughs> keeps me coming back from work because she yeah. does things like that. Uh, I will like say too witty. that, uh, Super baller move. She kicked off her presidential campaign in front of the New York Trump Tower. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Baller. Wow, Wow, that is a baller move. (laughs) That is a baller move. And so once again, we would like to remind Hmm. people to stay engaged in the primary process. Vote in November 2020, no matter who the candidate is. I don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. Please just do something. For the Democrat in 2020. Because... Uh, you can take your lesser of two evils and shove it right up your butt because yep. we just don't want Trump. And, and uh, a quick reminder that there are a lot of things to vote for besides president. Uh, yes, down yeah, ballot. Yeah. Down ballot all day long. Don't, don't stay home because yeah. your favorite uh, presidential candidate didn't get it. If, if you're not 100%, like, like, I didn't get 100% of what I wanted. No, you, you got you to be responsible <laughs> and vote, vote down ballot too. 100% yeah. of what we want is no Trump. That's and, it. Yeah, don't do the no right in. No don't McConnell. do the right in no match, for the yeah. candidate that's obviously not going to win either. Yeah. Oh yeah, enough, enough of this 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 crap. Like that's not right. that's not going to work. Let's, yeah, let's no third, stop pretending no th- it works. Third party it doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's and you no know staying do home, the God best. Damn it. Yeah, oh, we've got go out, on. go out and yeah. vote. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and that's political damn, minute. Damn, that's political minute. Um, and we are going to do a little bit of a preview of our next episode, uh, especially because political minute can sometimes be like heavy, man. Um, we are our next episode is going to be about the internet and positivity in the inter- internet, which is something you don't hear about all the time. Um, and I'm, I'm moving things as I talk. I'm actually I'm rearranging my workspace, <laughs> so you can't hear me. I almost did almost it again. again. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> 
So we're getting close to the end of the episode. So many things you don't have to say. So many things going on, right? <laughs> things that are unimportant. Uh, ben is a much better podcaster. <laughs> a much more seasoned podcaster is watching going, exactly what the hell is going on over here? We're having a good that. time, Ben. There's like 10 computers. I don't understand what the hell is <laughs> happening. Uh, we, we would like to ask our, uh, our current guests, and we're going to talk a little bit about some accounts out there that make us happy when you when you flat, flip past it. It makes you smile. It's a good, positive account count and um, let's start with Shannon. Um, well I've got some podcasts that I've recently discovered that I love listening to. Um, one is Natch Butte uh, and it's hosted by Jackie Johnson and um, it's all about um, finding cruelty free uh, makeup um, and like companies that um, support animals and uh, Jackie's really funny. She's super, like, she's a really good comedian. Um, but she's always got different guests on. And the, so it's, like, really, like, upbeat and fun. And they always find ways to t- talk about, um, um, like, supporting an industry that, like, doesn't test on animals. And she's really educational. She'll tell you, um, you know, like, if it, if it sells in China, that means that it's not, that means it's, it's not cruelty-free. <laughs> right, right. No, that's awesome. That's a so, great... So Natch Butte is amazing. Yeah. And then um, I'm Over It podcast, uh, which is hosted by um, Atlanta Decadene Taylor. Um, she talks about inclusivity in uh, fashion and beauty. Um, so uh, that's another podcast that I love. So Nice. Thank yeah. you. And Thank I'm you. totally going to ask you guys to like send me these things in okay. mm-hmm. one of the many social medias. Sure. So I can check them out, and we can make sure to put links so our listeners can check it out. Ben, how about you? Uh, well, my uh, main uh, escape thing besides music uh, and podcast, doing the podcast and, and all that is sports. Uh, you know, I, I, I really enjoy sports, and, and that's another thing that we have absolutely nothing in common on. Um, can I throw a disclaimer in before you yeah, continue, uh, especially because Marissa's listening? Uh, ben is from Wisconsin, and he likes the Packers. Well, and we like to. we like Ben, even though Ben is from Wisconsin and likes the Packers. Okay, Don't continue. So mad. Is that Don't that's my fan? that is my only sports thing. Is that a Bears fan? <laughs> that's a Bears fan. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like I don't care about them. I'm, I'm, I'm just I had to put that out there so people understand from Chicago who are listening. The Bears still suck, but but I am a Cubs, <laughs> Cubs fan. You're not wrong. I'm a Cubs oh. fan too. I, my family's oh. from chi- Chicago. And my first major league game was at Wrigley Field. I've been a Cubs fan my whole Aww. life. Oh, that's so, cute. I'm not. I'm not all evil. No, no, that's acceptable. Yeah. But I, I have. There's a lot of sports uh, podcasts. Wait, does Wisconsin even have a baseball team? Yeah, the Milwaukee Brewers. Thank you. I was like, yeah. I was stuck Cubs, at the Cubs. Min- just swept them. I was <laughs> stuck at the Twins, and I couldn't get past that. And I was like, that's not Wisconsin. That's not no. sports. So, um, so there's there's just sports in general, um, podcasts and Twitter feeds and whatever. Um, the the pod, my, my my recent favorite podcast is called Disgraceland, and it's all about music and true crime. I've been listening to that. It's <laughs> great, right? Yeah, yeah. They just they they, they take a lot of time off, though. Like the I mean the, the episodes hard work are putting out episodes. All the, the episodes time. are very well produced. <laughs> as, yes, no, it actually is. They, this is like a really like immaculately produced podcast, and it's like it's one of those true crime ones, kind of like serial. Mm-hmm. Where it's like almost like a drama, and there's all this, you know, like there's underscore through the whole thing. Yeah, and the stories are great. <laughs> every week, every episode, it's a different story. Like they'll they'll do one on the Rolling Stones, they'll do one on Ike and Tina, they did, did one on Kurt and Courtney. 
speaking of collaborators. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it's really good. I, I, uh, I dig it. Disgraceland, it's called. Disgraceland. Disgraceland. Yeah. Noodle. Uh, for podcasts, the ones that are giving me all of the joy, The Guilty Feminist. Mm-hmm. which I just recently discovered and I have started at episode one, which was recorded in 2016. Mm. So, and they have a bajillion episodes. So this is what I do while I'm working because I do a lot of mindless crap at my job as well. <laughs> I love my job. It's not crap. crap. I do a lot of important <laughs> Excel crap. data things. Um, but I listen to The Guilty Feminist. Uh, and I mean, I also call your girlfriend, which I've talked about a bunch of times on the show. Like, I live... And they have a great Instagram that's Let's call your girlfriend. Uh, it is. Oh, here she go. It is a pair of long distance <laughs> besties. One of them lives on the East Coast and one of them lives on the West Coast. And it's a feminist podcast. So they're talking about, you know, the state of things currently. And they're very successful. They had, I want to say Oprah was on their show. Um, wow. It's great. Wow. It's, a, it's a great show. Uh, I would definitely recommend it. It's funny, but also really sad. Yeah. It's it's serious with funny moments, whereas we're funny with serious moments, I think. Candy, would you agree? Yes. She's laughing on the inside. Yes, I, I hope so. <laughs> um on Instagram, uh there's a whole bunch of like mommy stuff that's funny and cheerful. But there's one that's called Father of Daughters, where it's this guy who's got four four? Let's say four. He's got four daughters, and he's, like, wildly overwhelmed by women everywhere. And it's uh-huh. like, he's just really, like, this is my life, and we're going to plow through it, and it's going to be great. Um, but I, uh, as we'll talk about it next week, I, I suffer with Instagram envy. So we'll, we'll talk about that on the next episode. Yeah, we will. We, uh, what, what are your cheery ones? We super will. Um, I am currently into... Uh, Jess underscore Megan underscore because I want to make sure people can find them uh, on Instagram who is a model body positivity uh, is actually how I found out about bloody good period mm. uh, so it's all UK based um, but she's wonderful and and her Instagram is very bright and it's very um, hey this makes me feel kind of weird but I'm going to post it we're going to talk about it and I'm going to like run around and do all the weird things in the UK <laughs> where like, we're trying to be like we're taking the bus in our panties only and like we're gonna run and we're gonna do this weird thing and we're gonna be cool with it and accept ourselves and she's she's pretty great um there's her and there's bunny michael which is actually pretty popular on instagram i don't think that's anything new do you guys know bunny michael nope follow bunny michael (laughs) um I hate Instagram. A, mu- a musician. That? She's a musician, but uh, it's... Is it, is, it, is that... Am I not allowed to No, say you that? can say you, you hate Instagram. We okay. might yeah. I don't have a deal with Instagram. We don't have any sort of sponsorship. Over this. Sponsorship. Instagram, you want to sponsor Instagram, us? We Instagram has accepted that, that people from yeah. Yeah. hate them, I think. I hate Instagram. I'm still mad about get, the friggin' feed change, so whatever. <laughs> and that happened like three years ago. Maybe even know. more, right? Um, this, this chick does this thing where... It's her talking to her higher self. And I actually, I'm saying her, and I don't know for sure that those are the pronouns she uses. Um, so it's a mirror image, and it's, I can't do this with my my life, whatever. And then the higher self is speaking back and kind of explaining why this thing is actually not so horrible. I'm like, nice. get it together. You're cool. Like, it's fine. Um, and that that's always positive. That's, that's cool. Positive. Yeah. And sage goddess, lots of, lots of gemstones. Those make me happy. Oh, I follow a lot yeah. of accounts that have to do with crystals. Yeah, it's just fun to look mm-hmm. at the crystals when it's they come so through your beautiful. beautiful, right? Yeah, the sun <laughs> is shining through it, and it's like very yeah. calming and like zen. I, can I have it. no crystals on my Instagram. No crystals. Oh, can, I, I have... can I mention one more? Yes. yes. Okay. 
Okay, so on Instagram, which you hate, uh, sorry, <laughs> um, there's an account called I underscore am un- underscore Puma. And it's oh, this yeah. crazy big, uh, spoiled, rotten, uh, wild cat that it, it can't, it's like, it's, it was too injured to go back into the wild. And so Aww. some like Russian couple just has this big old puma just roaming around the house. As you do. See, now <laughs> that I want to look at. And the crystals per- on medium on, but big old puma roaming around the house. The purrs yep. are insane. It's it like, purrs so loud. Yeah. yeah. It's really cute. That's a sound yeah, situation. I am puma. And nice. his name is Messi. That's the name of the Messi, like Lionel Messi. Aww, yeah, off the adorable. soccer player. That's cute. Yeah. See, that's happy stuff. Yeah. There's happy stuff on the internet. Happy stuff. I like it. Right? There was, I, I appreciate the... There's also the, the onion, of course. There's also anyway. the... Well, that's always, yeah, that's yeah. always good Good stuff. I appreciate the slight pause we had after I said there's happy stuff on the internet. On the internet, there was Crickets. a beat. Yeah. Of, <laughs> is there, though? And we'll discuss all of that and more next time about the internet. I'm going to ask one final wrap-up question. Oh, is it... This is a collaboration question. It is a collaboration okay. question. Right. Do you think... Oh, this is just for candy. Because we I, I'm like, Do you think that you and dude... Son of a bitch, I did it again. Do you think that you and Dude would collaborate well together on a artistic project or business project? I do. I do. Possibly more so art... Equally. Equally. I was going to say better on an artistic project than something that was more academic or business related. But actually, that's not true. I think we both bring things to the table that are useful. And we'll work, we'll work together. Uh, promotions? <laughs> yeah, promotions. Um, let's get some plugs in. Sure. Uh, Loversandpoets.com. <laughs> Is it? The new and improved. Yeah, we just got a new website. We, yeah. got a, we, we finally broke down and paid for a domain name. So. Yeah. <laughs> a good choice. So that's where you can find everything. All of our links nice. to everything is up there. Yeah, and then we're on all name. the socials, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, she's on Instagram. Uh, no, we are. Oh, Lovers we are. and poets I, are. But lovers, yeah. I'll take top tens on Instagram. I know. I, just, I, just, oh, I know. Begrudgingly, I'm on there. Um, so it's required yeah. in society. That's today. right. Sugar High is the new album. Mm-hmm. Comes out as the new EP. Comes out August, uh, September 20th. Yep. And pre-orders are through our website. Yep. And we are playing uh, Adam Sears' uh, Sweet Live Music at the other door, North Hollywood, on uh, September 12th. Yes. The Tuesday before uh, yeah, the, the EP That's comes true. out. And we will be selling copies of it at the show. Yeah, we just got our CDs. Five bucks to get in. Yeah. Nice. And if you, if you, if you come in, uh, well, we'll talk about that off the air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I almost There's, made a proclamation. I right. Yeah, we talked uh-oh. about it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> collaborate. Let's collaborate. Stop. <laughs> collaborate and listen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I cannot believe we went this long without having I can't that. believe that happened either. I think, and, and you know what? what? That's the end note. That's and it. I can, I can, I can use it, too, because <laughs> yeah. no one's fucking listening. Yeah. That's it. That's the end note. We're That's great. it. Um, uh, for Cha Cha I'm Candy. And I'm Noodle. Thank you guys for being here. Bye. 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 Bye.